0: Welding instructor, Alex DeClaire, knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life, or starting a successful business, or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. So today's guest is none other than Sammy Clark. Now, if you don't know Sammy Clark, A what the hell are you doing? Because she is really a phenomenal fitness influencer slash expert. And I just, I love her work. And funny thing is that I actually found Sammy's method, which is called form before I even found her or knew she was an influencer, which is, I think always as a founder, a huge compliment, because it means that you're Brand success isn't necessarily hinged upon you as an influencer. So, of course, you know, I used Form, loved the workouts. I actually tried it for the first time last September and I thought it had been out for an eternity. Like, I thought that Form had existed for a long time, but found out from Sammy that it was just like shortly after her launch that I found it. So, you know, she's done a fantastic job with it. It's, if you're not familiar with Form, it is workouts that incorporate either like weights or you can do it body weight. I always like to incorporate weights into it. Sammy is incredible, just a wealth of knowledge. Her platform, as I've said, is wonderful. And I started following Sammy after I found form and... You know, loved her energy, and I knew I had to get her on the podcast at some point. So today's episode, I'm really excited to bring it to you because it addresses like a lot of the things that normally come up when I have conversations with you guys about health and fitness. Things like how to stay motivated when you know you're having an off day. Um, details on Sammy's personal routine, how she got into fitness, um, how she stayed in fitness, what's different about form. So it's really interesting, and I I really enjoyed speaking to Sammy, and I think you guys are gonna take a lot away from her especially I think this piece about motivation, because she says a lot of things in that segment, which I think are really valuable. And yeah, she's just incredibly knowledgeable. And I think you guys will love her. Before we dive into today's episode, let's talk about this week's hot tip, which is a beauty product, which has been a staple for me for, I want to say, the last three years. And it is the G Beauty Prime Skin. So I met One of the founders of G Beauty, Steph G, when she came on my podcast and I'm talking this is early days, I think she was like my fourth guest and she brought me a little package with Prime Skin and a couple of other goodies from the G Beauty line. Now I fell in love with Prime Skin as soon as I used it. It is really lightweight. It's a breathable kind of like, I would almost categorize it in the tinted moisturizer bucket because it gives you light coverage, but it's still like glowy and very, very breathable. So I just use it on days where I feel like I need a little bit of extra coverage, like a little bit of an extra glow. And it's just, it's been on rotation for an eternity. G-Beauty was kind enough to give me a discount code for 15% off. I'll also have my team added into the show notes so that you guys have access, but definitely check them out. I love G-Beauty and also go check out that episode with Steph. I've actually had her on twice on the podcast, she is a wealth of knowledge just incredible great energy and you know you should probably follow her on Instagram too just really really good beauty and skincare content all right and then this week's Review comes to us from Ali eight one three zero, and she says, "So happy I stumbled upon this podcast. I found the Dream Bigger podcast about a week ago, and I am obsessed. I've been binging episodes, and I've already learned so much. Sif is really fun to listen to, and I love how all of the guests have something unique to offer to the listeners. Thank you so much for this review, Ali. This is so sweet. And you guys, you know, I." like if you are looking for a way to support the show and you feel like it brings you value, please, please take a second to leave the show a review and rate it. So all you have to do is open up the Apple podcast app, scroll down to the bottom where it says rate and review the show. Please leave me a five-star rating if you feel like I've deserved it and I've earned it and leave me a review. Tell me what you're liking about the show, what you want to hear more of, dream guests. Tell me literally anything, any information you give me helps me mold the show to be the best version of the show for you. And, you know, I want to make sure I bring you a lot of value. So I really appreciate hearing from you. And of course it helps get the show out to more people, which is always awesome. So if you do have a second, please, please take the time to do that. I really appreciate it. All right. With that, let's welcome Sammy Clark to the Dream Bigger podcast. So the first question I have is, did you know you wanted to be a fitness entrepreneur?
0: Like what even brought you here? I love this question because no, not even a little bit. Like, I think about when I was younger, my dream was to work at Subway. <laughs> Did my... you love their sandwiches? I loved their sandwiches. Stop. I swear <laughs> I used to go there with my mom and I would say I was, I was like seven. But my friends would be like, I'm gonna be the president. I want to be a an astronaut. And I'd be like, you guys, I can't wait to work <laughs> at Subway. And I just remember my mom always brings that up. And my brother wanted to be like a trash man. We had very big goals. I was oh, like, this is my great. God. Yeah, so Subway was my spot. So to answer your question, no. I also was really jealous of the girls that were born with a voice to sing or just kind of knew what they were doing from day one. Because for me... I really didn't know. And I really didn't know till I was probably 22, 23. I'm 27 now. So it took a journey and a lot of healing now of of going through that journey of figuring out what I want to do.
1: Okay. I actually want to dig in here a little bit because, you know, I speak to my listeners and just people on DMs. And this is actually like a recurring thing that I've I've seen come in where like, Mm -hmm. how, how did you know what your purpose was? And I think it's really interesting that you say that you kind of figured out at least like which direction felt right to you at 22. So what were some of the steps that you even took to get to that point where you're like, oh no, wait a minute. Like maybe this is it for me.
0: In the moment was me like Calling out to God, honestly, and asking for guidance because I could not see where my path was. I was super lost in LA. I was modeling at the time and I just felt like I didn't have a purpose. So I didn't understand what my reason was mm-hmm. for being here, which mm-hmm. can be really hard on a 21, 22 year old girl. So I think for anyone, I would say first just asking for help. And if yeah. it's whatever your You believe in just asking out loud, asking yourself to bring it up to you. So that was my step one. And now looking back, it organically did happen. I was on social media, but I was posting my modeling photos at the time, which brought me nothing really behind it. I was just posting to post Mm -hmm. and kind of just Mm -hmm. in that. But when stories came about, I was started posting actually things I was passionate about. I loved working out. I just grew up working out. And then I loved also just sharing what I was eating in a day. And I started sharing it and I got a lot of questions, a lot of questions of, wow, you actually eat a lot for a model or, oh, isn't that workout? Are you going to be bulky because you're lifting those weights? And I was like, oh, this is something I could talk about all day. Like I really do enjoy it. And once I started continuing to post and seeing people loved it, I just went from there. I think it's really interesting,
1: kind of the expectation that we have going into our 20s. I think that, you know, we're shown these things in movies where it's these editors and these like professionals and, you know, CEOs Mm -hmm. who've like somehow accomplished it all in like their 20s when I think your 20s are very explorative, you know, like especially your early 20s. You, a lot of people are leaving university or college for the first time. They're out on their own. How the hell do you know your purpose in life that early? And I think it's actually quite important to go out there and like do different things and feel out what works for you before you have this like purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
0: I honestly would tell anyone to try Tons of things. Totally. Because I think you're so right. Like, we come, 20s is a very interesting stage. People say, like, you freaking love your 30s because you kind of know who you are a little bit more. Because, yeah, 20s, you're like going through it. You're just trying to understand who you are. Also, there's a lot of probably new people coming into your life. If it's in jobs, if it's in, you know, just your daily routines of like, What do they think of me? Is that who I am? The identity is like such an interesting journey. So I would definitely say anyone just try things. Like even when I do talk to girls now who are like, how do I figure it out? I'm like, write a huge list of everything that brings you life. Like that gives you energy at least. Like you're like, that fuels me and that depletes me. And then go towards the things that fuel you. And slowly you can start to create a job out of it. I mean, I think if we see anything now off of like TikTok, any job is able to be created. Like, oh, yeah, it's just everything now. So I think not letting anything stop you of, oh, but that might be a boundary and that might be something to stop me. It's like, no, create that list and then just create your own job and like watch what happens. Yeah,
1: I am totally with you. So how did you even get into modeling then?
0: So modeling kind of just happened because I was 5'10 when I was graduating high school. So it was, you know, the height was there, which was not awesome for me in high school because all the boys were short but I was like (laughs) let's do it so I actually um had a friend who was like come check out these agencies so I started going to these agencies and then ended up just joining one and ended up going into commercial modeling doing that stuff but to be honest it just was it was there for to make some money and Mm -hmm. like meet some people and have experiences but it definitely wasn't right for me
1: So then what was your life like? Like, were you, because you said that you came from an active household. Mm -hmm. Were you still working out while you were modeling? Like, tell me about your life at that time.
0: Yeah. So growing up, I definitely had an active family. My dad always went to the gym before he started his work day. He's an entrepreneur himself. So I got to see him wake up at five in the morning, do the whole thing, same Same. thing, (laughs) you know? So you get it. Like, it's very inspiring now to see, you know, someone do that. And then my mom always, you know, cooked us home meals and focused on a healthier um, options. But I always like to say that she did give us that balanced lifestyle too. We went to McDonald's after dance class. So I think I just had a really healthy upbringing in that, keeping myself active and understanding it felt good. But when I moved to LA, that was when the decision was mine. And because I didn't have my mom cooking meals for me, you know, I didn't have my dad saying like, you should go work Mm -hmm. out or whatever Mm it was. So working out was something that was a habit for me that I really enjoyed. I loved moving my body. I wasn't focused on the way that it made me look. It was like a mental health thing. It was a mental health Mm -hmm. thing. It was kind of like if someone... I don't know, had something in their routine when they're growing up and it was just like a natural thing to continue when they moved on. So, I instantly joined like workout classes, really to meet people as well. And then I did have the privilege to have a trainer at the same time. So, I had a trainer that I worked with in person, which was really great. But as far as the food went about, obviously moving to LA, I had a great time. So, I was, you know, going out multiple times a week. I didn't really have a routine, especially as a model. I would, you know, maybe wake up at 11 and then go to that casting at 1. So So my routine was just really off and my food was, I knew the basics, so I would cook a home-cooked meal, but then I definitely would eat a lot more fast food and just was a little bit more carefree with that side of it.
1: So then how did you kind of decide that you wanted to kind of refocus and like be a little bit more intentional about how you were fueling your body more, I wouldn't say regimented, but I guess it's part of your schedule to like go for a workout, for example. Like how did that transition happen?
0: I honestly feel like when I'm reflecting right now, because I've been asked that question and I will say, I think my audience that i started to grow inspired me to lean into it a little bit more i love being super transparent because when i was posting my workouts because i wanted to Mm -hmm. when a lot of girls had questions I got more excited about it. And I wanted to also do it for them and inspire them, which inspired me. So I think that was a huge transition for me. I obviously, that's where you can kind of see what you're passionate about. I felt energy coming towards me. Like, I want to research more. I want to understand my body. I want to understand food more. So I think I have a lot to owe to my community for that. That's amazing. And I, I love that you say that because it's
1: true. I think that when you're in this world, like, what like the the people that you're getting feedback from and like I, I sometimes it gives you clues as to what you should be focusing on in life you know
0: i agree i think i think when you pay attention to that like what are people saying to you that you're great at, or what are people coming to you for? What can you talk about all day? Like paying attention to that was how I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I'm so grateful for what I do now. So yeah.
1: It's funny as well. I would almost take a little bit more macro and like related to brands as well, because mm-hmm. something that I say with how we have operated at Array and like the decisions we've made is oftentimes by like, actually not oftentimes, like almost like all the time listening to the feedback that we get from our consumers, you mm-hmm. know? And like, that's kind of what you did on a personal brand level. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really smart.
0: Yeah, no, that's so true. I think I did. I, I listened. I was also, I, I knew I always wanted to work with people. That was something that I, right. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I loved people and I loved making them feel good. And so when I saw that there was this space where people were, didn't really, I grew up in it, right. So they didn't understand that you could eat, you know, these three meals a day and they could actually have carbs in every, in every meal or these questions that I was like, wait, what do you mean you don't know this? And it felt so good to share this information and change people's lives like you are now as well. So I think leaning into that, it it continues to help you in the direction you're supposed to go. So talk to me about the process of building a
1: community, because I want to go back to when you were just posting pictures of yourself as a model, what inspired you to start, you know, sharing your workouts and like Yeah, like what was that whole process like? How did you lean into the community that you were building? And what tips do you have for anyone who's trying to do the same right now?
0: Hmm. Community is number one. I mean, I think we couldn't be here where we're at without them, right? So I think first off is being really true to yourself is super important because Throughout my journey, I've changed and I've evolved, but I've been honest. And I think that my community can see that. And I've been very vulnerable and open. So I've changed since I was 23 when I first started this, even in the way that I do my workouts. But my community knows me and I've been honest through the whole time. So I think just staying true to yourself and not letting the comments or the feedback change you instead evolve you and inspire you... But also, like you're saying, lean into what they are asking for and what they want. I, when I was 22 or 23, I created an avatar and her name was Katie. And she went to college and she was eating really bad. She was drinking a lot. She was mentally just in a like a rough spot. And I talk to Katie every time I'm on stories, every time I do a feed post. And it allows me, and Katie's evolving with me now. I'm 27. But it allows me to really have that one-on-one connection, even though I am talking to a bigger audience. It brings me back to that groundedness of like, what does Katie need right now?
1: That is so, so smart. And like I've done it with my kind of social media as well, where I've like identified my girl and exactly who she is and what she needs and what she does in life. And we've done it for Ray as well. And I think it's incredibly smart and a really sound piece of advice because... If you get granular about who you are speaking to just one person, then I think it resonates a lot more with everyone because I, I feel like it's almost like direct, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it feels like we're talking to each other right now, right? Like if they, if I was talking to a huge group of people and I was looking at this huge group of people, I think I would start to second guess even what I was saying because I'm trying to please everyone. Totally Right? Like... And that's impossible. Let's all be like, there's no way you can please every single person. So I think even just having that one on one moment is like a mind switch for you to be able to talk to that one person rather than such a huge group of people.
1: What would you say was your tipping point where, you know, you felt like you could kind of pursue social media full time. And when you realized that, okay, like, I actually want fitness to be my business.
0: I think when I lived and breathed it and thought about it every single second of the day, because like I said, I didn't have passions before that. I had passions in the sense that I loved people and that was about it. So when I just thought about it all the time, I wanted to work all the time. It didn't feel like work to me. And I know that's so cliche to say, but it really didn't. That's when I was like, you got to go, go for it. And I did what I had to do to support myself in that way because to start out, I knew one of the biggest things was to not just go jump and work with every brand as a micro-influencer that was coming at me. I wanted to build up my community and that trust first and what I was offering, which was my workouts. So I think, yeah, if that answers your question. Yeah, and then after that, like, when did you have
1: the idea to even start Form?
0: So Form... Yeah, which is so cool too, to look where I'm at now because I swear to you, I had no idea this was my plan either. I like post my workouts on YouTube for free. I like have just been posting free stuff for a very long time. And I was on another app at the time and it was awesome, but I did always feel like it wasn't fully what I wanted to give my audience because I didn't have full creative control. So I think the pandemic was a huge transition for me because I was going live probably five times a week, again, for free and for my mental health as well. Wait, wait, wait.
1: You started your, like you started form like during slash post pandemic? Post pandemic.
0: I started in August of 2021.
1: I would have never guessed that. Like, what the? (laughs) You've blown up. I can't believe it's only like what, like a year old?
0: Not even. I started in August of 2021. So we're still like six months. What? (laughs) That's why I think I'm just so in awe. But in the pandemic was a huge moment for me where because people were coming to my specific page five times a week, I was like, this is what I need to give them five times a week, but not for free on this platform. Because also Instagram would, you know, click me off. It would be like such a process. So I was like, what is the space that I can have all of these girls come to and feel the energy we're feeling right now and a one-stop shop. And that's when I was like, we got to do form. So yeah, I launched in August of 2021. I actually cannot believe that because I signed up, I want
1: to say in October, and I thought that this had existed for a long time.
0: I mean, that makes me so happy. I think when I started in August, 2021, I made sure to make this thing feel as elevated and Sammy behind it as possible. It is really a flawless
1: experience. Like I like, again, like I'm just like shocked at how like young the app is because and like yeah, like I, I I get it because as like a founder as well, sometimes people are like, oh, like it's only like you launched in 2020. I'm like, yeah, like, but we work really hard at it. But that's incredible, and like the success you've you've seen so far, like I feel like everyone knows it.
0: Well, thank you so much. I I feel like one thing that's helped me stay so focused is always bringing it back to the community. So even to create form and why I think the energy behind it is where it's at is because they're my number one. Even when I've been creating TikTok lately, my fiance is literally JT from TikTok is is his Instagram handle. And he's so passionate about it. But he is really, and this will make sense, leans into posting multiple times a day. And I literally had a conversation with him the other day and I was like, I needed a pause from TikTok because I was strictly coming from a business standpoint, not a community standpoint. And I'm not putting out the content that my community needs. I was doing it from this is a business move. And I think I check myself with form two, always making sure the community comes first. I love that. And I think that it's often
1: what makes Companies so successful, right? When like the founder is so mission driven mm-hmm. and like truly just lives and breathes their like whatever they're putting out, and they come at it from the perspective of like I built this for this reason, and it's may it 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 may not be like just the business perspective. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I honestly I think that's I mean, even knowing your business too and your brand the amount of people that talk about your brand and what it's done for them is why I think it also is where it's at. Like, you know, you guys have been so driven to make sure everyone is pleased with the product. And obviously they are, because I hear about you guys from word of mouth all day. That's so nice. But I mean, it's true though. Like
1: what you just said, like it resonates so much because, you know, there is trends that happen all day long, right? And like, whether you are, you know, like a a personal brand or you have your own platform or like a like a product based brand, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. like anyone like trends exist for everyone. Right. And it's really up to you to decide like what really still fits the ethos of who you are and why you're doing something. And like for for us as well with Array, like All the time where some like you know, a conversation will come up and Nish and I are strategizing over business. And I'm like, okay, but like, does this fit who we are? Like, why are we doing this? Are we doing this to serve our audience or for like like some lucrative financial decision? And like that just doesn't feel right to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And I think it's so important one of my business partners, she is like kind of the business mm-hmm. eyes, right? So, And I love that for my sake because yes. she'll reel me in of like, I think this will be a really great moment for us. And I always am like, yes, but is it community focused? So it's so great to have that team Push and pull, 100%. Yes, that push and pull. So I'm like so grateful for that side of it as well. Yeah,
1: I think it's important because like someone in the equation does need to like know the, like all like the nitty gritty, like I guess like technical sides to it. But it's really important to, kind of align and land on something that feels really authentic and true and like purpose-driven at the end of the day.
0: I so agree.
1: So I want to talk to you about content creation and TikTok and all of that, because I think you do it really well, Sammy. Like Mm. you're like one of the people whose like content always brings me value. So like, do you have any tips for anyone who's like looking to kind of break out on social media?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think coming back to that staying true to yourself moment, I I think always creating the content that you can easily create, not trying to be someone else is going to be the hard part about creating content. So I think having that self-awareness and checking in with yourself, there's so many videos I save that I'm inspired by, but I, I wouldn't be able to create that content myself, totally because it's you, just yeah. not me. But yeah. I'm like, this is a vibe. Like, let's do this. And then <laughs> yeah. I do it. And I'm like, this ain't me. This is all. not a vibe at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's really true. So and I think your audience can always see that, right? So I think creating the content that you feel like this resonates so much with me is is number one, and also just putting it out there. And I know that people say that so much. But if I overthought my content, I wouldn't be where I was right now because, you know, you'll look back at some of the content later and be like, what was I doing? Oh. Or, I mean, we can all like so Horrifying. relate to that. It's so, <laughs> even some things I do like last week, I'm like, you know, I, I, I love to dance freely and I post it on my story. Like it's how I like move energy in my body. And sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe I shared that. But I do think it's so important. So I think yeah, staying true to yourself. And then also just starting just starting write a list. I text videos to me that inspire me and I write how I want to recreate that. So start doing that, like have a saved album, have a like text it to yourself and just like write down a million different ways you can provide value to that one person. I love that. And
1: did you see like yourself kind of like growing in that ass- in that way, like throughout the pandemic? Do you feel like that's when you kind of started reaching a lot more people and people started resonating with your content?
0: Yeah, I think before pandemic, it was flowing. Yeah. But I think the pandemic was like, were more than flowing. Like people need you almost mm-hmm. is like what I felt. So like they, they need this content. They are just because obviously in the pandemic it was a really challenging time oh my to God, work yeah. out and to actually have your mind right. I would do also with the live workouts, live interviews with, you know, people in the mental health world from, from, you know, authors and all these different kinds of people, because I was like, people need help. So I think that was, and I needed help too. I was like, how do we stay sane, you know, around here? So I think that was like a huge transition for me of like, this is, this is it, Sam. And you, you gotta go full throttle.
1: Amazing. What tips do you have for someone who's like looking to find the motivation to show up day after day to their workouts, because, I mean, I think it can be tough, you know, and I don't know if every day you show up with innate motivation. Does that make sense?
0: (laughs) It totally makes
1: sense. And I think people,
0: because of the career I am and they're like, oh my gosh, you just love to work out. (laughs) I'm like, no, like I do love to move my body, but absolutely there's so many mornings where I don't want to be working out. I think there's a difference from needing rest and paying attention to that or there's a difference from just resistance that our mind is giving us. So that's super huge for me to pay attention to. But I think I was just listening to Jay Shetty's podcast and him talking about like how he does push through the heart like the moment where your mind chatter starts to get really loud. And I think there's a couple things that help me. One is always remembering that this is something good for me. Like I'm resisting, but this is supposed to help me, right? Like this is for the long run. This isn't for just today to make me feel good. This is for me when I'm 80 years old, like exercise is in the textbooks, like let's all agree we need to have movement if we want to feel healthy all around. So I think reminding myself of that and then also the mentality of not starting on day one every time. When I like take a big break and then I go back into my workouts, that feeling of like I'm on day one blows. I'm like, really, I'm back on that day one when you are consistent, that day one feeling like goes away and that I like I love. I also think finding movement you actually slightly enjoy or see results from or feel good from, so paying attention to that. Like again, trying a million different things. I did so many different workouts before I created mine, I was boxing, yoga. I thought I wanted to actually go into yoga for the longest time. So I think it's trying out different workouts and seeing or moving your body and seeing what works for you. I love that. I wanna touch on what you
1: said about like recognizing if it's rest or resistance, right? How how do you figure that out? Because I think sometimes it's like, do does my body actually need rest or am I just
0: feeling lazy, you know? A hundred percent. I think first thing is, actually pausing. I love leaning into stillness right now because I think we do not pause enough in our daily lives. Like we feel like we have to make decisions right away. So the moment that you just sit and actually ask yourself, what do you need right now? Do you need to move your body? or do you need rest? Like, have you had a really long day and a bath actually is exactly the recovery and rest you need? Or are you like, I'm going to get myself in that gym and it's going to give me energy and feel so good. So I think that is number one thing I would tell someone, get still. Right.
1: I think it's, it's a great tip. And I think that sometimes it's really interesting. Like you sit down and like you actually sit with yourself. And like speaking of Jay Shetty, I I listened to his book, um, Think Like a Monk. And this is something that he was talking about that like we need to get comfortable like sitting with ourselves, you know?
0: Isn't that wild that like how uncomfortable it can feel? But the amount of answers that come to me because I sat still before I was reactive and made a decision is a game changer. Like it is it is just I, I truly implement it in my daily routine all the time now. Sometimes I'll even like, if I'm trying to get to the
1: bottom of like what my intuition is telling me versus like, if I'm like kind of split between two different things, like I'll do third person journaling. So like, I'll talk to myself, like I'm another person, you know, like I'll be like Sif, like, and like talk to myself like that. And
0: I'll do like, I'll just keep writing until I get to like an answer. Does that make sense? I think that's so cool. I love that you like figured that out for yourself too. I- definitely feel like we have our own ways of like what works. It's for really us. interesting. It is. It's so interesting, but you've totally like figured it out. I mean, I would love to see your journal just like Sif. Here we go. <laughs> Especially when I'm
1: like, I don't know, like having like a bad day or something. Like I'll sit with my journal and like, that's how I'll like talk to myself. It's almost like the same way that you speak to a friend, like talk them out, off a ledge, you know, when yes. they're just like thinking crazy,
0: which mm. honestly would be a really good activity to see if you do need that rest because I think like, again, checking in with yourself and being like, is this just mind chatter being really resistant towards what I actually think is best for me? Or do I actually feel really tired? I'm on that time of the month. Mm -hmm. Like writing that out might be a really good way to check in. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. So I wanna talk about
1: the concept of balance since we're on this conversation. I know you posted a reel about it a little while ago and you talked about like how it's really important to kind of like, Have the workout and the wellness, and also the balance. So, how can you advise people in this area? Because I think that it's so easy to like go onto one side or the other. So, what are your tips here?
0: Yeah, I think this is a really honestly kind of a hard answer only because I think it's situational. I know for me and let me also reference people that I've worked with that have had, let's say, an eating disorder Mm -hmm. where you tell them to have balance and it's much deeper than that. So I always say seek professional help if you are trying to understand balance, if you've had an issue like that before, Mm -hmm. because that's something serious. You actually have to work, like, you know, we all have our issues. So that would be number one. But for me personally, when I have seen and I have done it restricting myself, I've been the girl at the restaurant that, doesn't get the sauce because I think it's going to be too many calories. Like I have been there, but all that did was not allow me to enjoy my life. It did not allow me to enjoy each day or even remember why I was doing this. I'm like, is this actually going to work for me for 20 plus years? Absolutely not. You know, and not even enjoying like when I do go meet up with the girlfriends, like having that glass of wine or having that pizza together, like that is a memory that is fun—that is like giving your body actual life and fuel and energy. Again, go, go towards the things that give you energy. So it's checking in with yourself: like, is this the right move for me? And it probably is because our body doesn't even like to be restricted. It wants to feel free and like do the things that feel good for us. And I do think having that beer and wine is so good for you.
1: I. Like seriously, yes, because also if you think about it, like when we are in this state, and I think it can be said for the reverse as well, but like say we're in this state where it's just like restriction and you're just like so worried about what you're putting into your body and how many hours you're working out, whatever that is, right? The amount of stress that brings on, it just like, it's it's aging you, okay? It's causing inflammation, okay? Nothing good is coming of that. And also like, I think when it comes to the stress piece as well, like since we were talking about rest and resistance, like I, I actually will put it out that there for myself that like, if I feel like, or if I am being like lazy, right? I almost feel like this like underlying stress, like it's like a part of myself being like, actually, like you you do have it in you. It might, it might be good for you, but like you're like quieting down that voice. So it's like still causing a little bit of stress, you know? Right, which
0: <laughs> let's all talk like stress is probably one of the worst things for us. The worst. So it's so funny that we bring it upon ourselves in so many areas. So yeah, exactly like you're saying, having that check-in of like, hey, mind chatter, are you just like trying to help or trying to make me not go work out? But you know, it is the move, you know, like with that, you know, going to that social night, like asking yourself, like, what is the right move here? Your body, your soul will speak to you always. We just don't get still enough to hear it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So
1: if someone hasn't heard about form, explain to our listeners what it is, because I just assume that everyone knows what it is, but in case they don't I feel like I yes, should do that. <laughs> yes,
0: I definitely will. So form is a place where we pretty much share my workouts that I have created And I wanna make this so clear, this is all the workouts I do. I live and breathe these workouts and I wanted to share them with all of these girls that and guys that are involved. But my biggest thing that I saw was I would go to the gym and I would be on my phone. I would like spend so much time doing random things that weren't actually working out. So my biggest goal here is to have a limited amount of time but a super efficient workout. So really my workouts are only from 30 to 35 minutes as you know, since you're joining on, but they are efficient. Like they are, they are really getting you sweaty, feeling good, but we're toning and building muscle. Also, I love to give the option for people to use what weights feel good for them. There's some girls that like to be lighter weights. I love to have a mix of heavier and light dumbbells. So there's just a nice balance of you know, what works for you, but everyone can join in. And then there's a lot more coming on form too. So stay tuned. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay.
1: So talk to the people on here, the women, I'm going to say women specifically, Mm -hmm. who think that they're going to get bulky if they use weights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. I've totally been there. And let me say I've, I'm lifting I've lifted way heavier than I have even now. And I never was bulky. I think women would have to actually be doing a lot more to get bulky. That's probably what they don't understand is uh, my brother's in the bodybuilding world. So is his girlfriend. Like I know what it takes to actually get bulky and intentionally get there. And it's a lot more than doing a 30 minute workout. So I think, you know, letting that like kind of just leave your mind and know that lifting weights, getting in like actually building muscle, it, you're you're going to be so good for not getting bulky.
1: Also, it helps with longevity as well. Like you want to be fucking strong when you're picking up your grandkid in the future or your grandnephew or whoever that is, like a stranger's child
0: off the ground. <laughs> like, I want totally. muscles. You know what I mean? Like I want to be strong. I hear. I, I mean, I feel so good when I'm strong. Like when I lift yeah, those weights yeah. and I'm like, Dang, I crushed that workout. I lifted that weight easier than I did last week. I feel so good.
1: Yeah, it feels like such an achievement, Mm -hmm. 100%. So also, I want to talk about carbs, okay? Mm -hmm. Women are scared of them. You eat them. (laughs) Words of advice here.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I eat them all day. I think it's another thing that has just had a bad rep. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I would encourage anyone to do your research. I'm not a dietitian Mm -hmm. by any means, but I have incredible dietitian around me. Form does offer a meal plan that is from a dietitian, but I would just do your research if you do feel some type of way about carbs. But what people would be so surprised of is actually how much carbs fuel your body, give you energy, do not make you bulky, actually tone and groom your muscles better than a lot of other things. So I would, yeah, my recommendation is to do your research because carbs are actually your friend.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think like you can eat them in a way that like
0: fuels your body. You can eat right. the right things. Like, it, I mean, And there's healthy carbs. Let me be oh, clear, yeah. right? There's carbs that probably when I'm saying like, do your research and understand carbs? There are carbs that like have a lot of sugar in it, have sugar in it, or have a lot of things that shouldn't be in it and aren't going to make you feel good and aren't going to do you justice, you know, having a balanced lifestyle, of course, but there are the healthy carbs. And those are the ones I'm talking about that I have three times a day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more.
1: So since this is a dream bigger podcast, I want to do a rapid fire that can kind of equip our listeners with the tools that they need to live out their big dreams. So first question I have for you is, What was one big dream you had when you were younger that never worked out? (laughs) So is it the subway?
0: (laughs) Um, No, it was being a singer. I went to singing lessons uh, since I was a little girl And it just wasn't for me. Fair. I still can't hold a tune. And we're also (laughs) glad that the subway thing did not work. That did pass. I have not seen subway in probably 10 years. So we're good. (laughs) That is so funny. What's one book you think our listeners should read? Oh, um, the holistic psychologist book. I'm forgetting the name. She just released it, but she's the author and it's her only book. It's amazing. Okay. I have to look into that. What is one habit that's a non-negotiable for you? Getting outside. I I can't really. It does something for my soul.
1: It it, it does everything for our soul. (laughs) Like it's good for our circadian rhythm.
0: Mm -hmm. It is good for our mood. Like it is good for productivity. It has so many benefits. I think pandemic did that to me too. I mean, I think it did to a lot of people. The amount of people you saw outside walking was hilarious. And now I'm so glad it's like continually going. But yeah, even just like stepping outside Mm -hmm. and getting like a breeze on my face or just seeing sunshine or even when it's a gloomy day like game over my mood has shifted yeah couldn't agree more and last question is tell
1: me about your morning routine like really
0: quick really quick my morning routine is different every day but my biggest thing is meditation even if it's five minutes or 20 minutes game changer even if sometimes it's listening to music or guided actually like a guided meditation or a walking meditation I am in nature and I'm just listening outside it's I have to do that um, drinking lots of water having my coffee reading 10 pages of an inspirational book journal inspirational book oh um I'm naughty because I'm reading a fiction book that actually makes me feel really good <laughs> listen that fucking counts, okay? Like you do what your soul <gasps> needs first thing it in the does. morning. It, it lifts, lifts you up. up. It makes you feel what's good. What's a fictional book? Okay, so I first want to say I'm not a reader. I'm usually an auto book. So I don't know the names of books, which is so naughty of I'm me the as same. well. No, no, no. no. But I it never ends with too. us by Colleen something, something okay? okay? It's amazing. But it just allows me to feel like I don't know, good in my morning. Like it feels good. So I love to do that. A little walk, my workout, and then we get the show on the road. Love it. Tell everyone where they can find you, join form, all that good stuff. Yes, you can find me across the board on TikTok, Instagram for Sammy Clark and YouTube. And then form is joinform.co. And we have an app. You can really find the app or any any of it anywhere. And then the Instagram join form.
1: Amazing. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people. Learn and unlearn and have a lot of fun. See you next week.